Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. It's just me today, folks, but we have an exciting devotional in hand. We're picking up with day two of our Can I Really Overcome Sin and Temptation devotional on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and I'm also going to read the Devo. The scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, and it says this, Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. The devotional says, Is there really a creature named Satan? To discuss sin, we must discuss Satan. It's impossible to ignore his work. Broken hearts and homes, abuse, disease, and immorality. The list is long and tragic. Satan is both real and defeated. He wants you to believe neither is true. But here is God's truth. Satan is real. Satan goes by a number of names in the Bible. The two we know best are Satan and Devil. The former means accuser and is found 34 times in scripture, the one who accuses and abuses us. Devil is found 36 times in the New Testament and literally means slanderer. Satan is also known as the ancient serpent or dragon and the evil one. And we're going to talk about five things that really make those names very fitting for him. First, Satan claims ownership over every unsaved soul. In John chapter 8, our Lord refers to his enemies as children of their satanic father. He is the God of this age, the prince of this world who controls this fallen age. Christians live in a world dominated by Satan. We are soldiers stationed on enemy soil living in an occupied country. Second, the devil blinds our minds to the truth. He is a liar and the father of lies. This is why the person who has not received the Holy Spirit cannot understand the things of God. Satan wants to snatch the seed of the word from the hearts of those who need it most. Third, Satan lies about God's word. From Genesis 3 to the present time, he manipulates the truth of scripture to lead us astray. The one who quoted the Bible in tempting Jesus will misuse God's word to deceive us as well. Not everything we hear taught as the truth of God actually is. Our enemy can quote the Bible better than we can, but always for a diabolical end. Fourth, the devil is a murderer from the beginning. Satan is a roaring lion seeking to devour. Those who serve his cause engage in physical, emotional, and sexual attacks against each other and the rest of us. Their master wants nothing less than the wholesale destruction of the human race and especially the people of God. Fifth, Satan rules demons. They serve as his minions and foot soldiers in his ongoing war against the Lord and his children. So in essence, Satan opposes God. In John chapter 8, he inspired the religious leaders to seek Jesus' death. He later led them to crucify our Lord. Satan is the opposite of God in every way. Our Lord is light. Satan is darkness. Our God is holy, consuming fire. 
The devil is a sinful, sickening, and diseased. God is spirit. Satan is unholy carnality. God loves you. Satan hates you. God gave you his son. Satan would take your soul. God is your father. The devil is your foe. Satan is real, but never forget, he's also defeated. And I know that this one was a heavy devotional, and I think it's for good reason. I think it would really suit us all to um, add some weight to the truth that there really is a creature named Satan. And the reason is, is because, well, I mean, so whenever I first gave my life to Christ, I didn't know who he was. All I knew was that he loved me. And in fact, it is actually a funny thing that I, I always share. I actually really disliked God whenever I first became a believer because of what he allowed to happen to Jesus. And again, remember, I wasn't raised around this. I didn't know. I wasn't aware. And it wasn't until I learned more about God and the Trinity and just about God's character and his love for me that I actually started to really appreciate and love him back. I just knew he loved me and accepted me and I felt that and I wanted to be a part of that. But the more I got to know him, the more I got to love him. And it's the same way with Tori. Whenever we were dating and I was in the friend zone for so many years, we took time to get to know each other, to add weight to a really big decision of, do I want to marry this person? And when it comes to us realizing that, yes, there really is a creature named Satan. And I, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. He doesn't like you. He hates you. And it sounds kind of intense, and I'm okay with that because it's important for us to know our enemy. It's important for us to be aware of his tactics. It's important to know that if you want a healthy marriage, he literally wants the opposite for you. If you want to bring God's kingdom to earth, he wants to stop that. And we can't just live this life. I'm not saying that you are, but I want to encourage you not to if you are. We can't just live this life pretending that he doesn't exist because then you're falling into that lie that was said in the very beginning of this devotional, that he wants you to believe that he doesn't exist because then he has free reign to do whatever he wants. And then we just try to chalk up uh, issues that we may be facing. It's like, oh, that's just a random coincidence or whatever, versus actively petitioning and interceding in prayer and asking God to continue to sanctify us into his image. And we would live a lot differently if we actively were resisting the temptations and the threats of the enemy. And I'll, I'll just speak for myself personally. I need to put a lot more respect on that uh, relationship, if that's what you want to call it. That way I am interceding for my family. We're bringing a baby into this world literally any day. And I need to be interceding for my son that he would know God and that he would experience God's love. Because guess what? The enemy doesn't want that for my son. And I have to fight on my son's behalf. I'm going to pray. Lord, thank you for this devotional. Thank you for um, the hard realizations that um, there is an enemy. He is a deceiver. He is a slanderer, a mocker, and a liar, God. I pray that you will help us remember that he is real. And I pray that you'll help us remember that he is defeated thanks to what you have done, God. I pray that if any of us are being tempted right now or going through a season where we're experiencing attacks or whatever that may be, God, you would give us the power to resist and the power to find hope in you, Lord. I pray that you'll also help other people out of the areas where they're struggling or getting attacked in, Lord. Help us to band together arm in arm to continue to love each other and serve you for your kingdom, Lord. In your son's name we pray. Amen. 
Amen, y'all. Now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. And don't forget that you are God's masterpiece, and don't forget that we love you. Tschüssi!